Blog Talk Radio. On the wind, ancient voices and spirits sail. Every mark on this earth tells a tale. Every day that goes by without ever asking why you believe in your dreams. Oh, I believe in magic as I hold your hand. Close your eyes, believe in magic. Close your eyes, believe in magic. Beautiful Earth Angels, wherever and where, whenever you might be listening to this show across the entire globe. Today is Monday, April 3rd, 2023, and I am your host, Shishi O'Donnell, coming to you live from Los Angeles, California. I am a life and relationship coach, a divine lifestyle consultant, certified angel therapy practitioner, and much more. And you're now listening to the International Angels Network. And we are a show that explores angels, healing, metaphysics, and other empowering topics. And we are a live call-in show, so give us a ring at 563-999-3542. That is 563-999-3542. You can also Skype into the show for free from anywhere around the world. You will see a Skype icon on the Blog Talk website while we're live. Make sure you press 1 on your phone keypad or your Skype keypad if you would like a free mini reading from me, and then you'll be in the queue. How's everybody doing? Are you surviving these intense energies? So March was very intense, and it was kind of like the spiritual new year. And you guys probably remember, maybe not everyone's old enough to remember, but back in the 70s they were singing about the dawning of the age of Aquarius. For 50 years, they've been singing about the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Well, the age of Aquarius has officially started as of March. And if we're taking March down to numerology, which is um, basically three is the number of March plus 2023, that is um, three plus two is five plus three more is eight. So that is an eight number. Oh, plus the other two. Yeah, I knew I was missing something. M- March. Sorry, um, I know I forget this out before and it made sense, but March is a number one, meaning it's the spiritual new year started in March. So how did I figure that out? So March 2023, so three plus two is five, plus two is seven, plus three is 10. There we go. I knew it. So I'm not good at math. You guys probably figured that out. That equals, you know, and then a 10 reduces down to a one. So we had the, you know, obviously the regular Gregorian New Year's starting on January 1st. Then we had the Lunar New Year in February. And I love how we have all these chances to have a brand new New Year. What is it going to be in April? I think we're going to call it the Angel New Year because tomorrow is 4-4. But anyway, um, March was the spiritual New Year. There's been some incredibly intense energies. And astrology-wise, there's a lot of crazy stuff happening. But most people had a tower moment in March, me included, 
where there were some incredibly challenging situations that happened where everything fell apart and you had to, you know, really look at yourself and see why you're triggered and what, you know, and release whatever this pain is and you grow and evolve and become a stronger person. And I was putting it out there for a while that I want to be someone who is a master that is untriggerable. And when you ask for things like that, everything that's not that, in other words, everything that triggers you, <laughs> will come up to the surface to be healed. And last month was a doozy for many people. But now we're into April. It does still feel intense, truthfully. There have been a lot of solar flares, geomagnetic storms that are affecting us. We're getting the Grand Central Sun uh, solar upgrades coming, these solar light codes um, through. It's above the um, directly positioned above the Milky Way galaxy. It's streaming into us to help us grow and evolve. And what's happening is either... Um, we're able to hold this high level of light or you might be feeling some ascension symptoms of body aches and pains or strange difficulty sleeping, Um, you know, bouts of sadness, anger, rage, things coming to the surface. And the idea is that we're letting go of everything that is not our true divine nature to make room for the embodiment of our higher selves in our physical bodies so that we can ascend as Gaia, the sentient being, Earth, Mother Earth is ascending. Her vibrational frequency is rising, and so is our vibrational frequency in turn rising. And um, we are, as you know, everything is vibration. Everything, every single thing is energy. And um, we are divine beings. My brand has been Live a Divine Life. That's my website, liveadivinelife.com. Um, for at least five or six years, I changed it from divine guidance readings to incorporate more of my coaching. And I really help people remember that basically we were born with amnesia, this veil of forgetfulness to play the human game on earth. We had to forget that we're divine. And so we come here, like some of us very advanced souls, saying, yes, I want to go play on, on planet earth and discover through contrast and I want to have a forgiveness level 10 experience and we're born into these incredibly challenging things, whether we're molested or have horrible things happen and we have to learn to forgive that person, our other self. But the truth is we are all one and there are hundreds of thousands of near-death experiences. If you want to know the end game, just Google near-death experiences. There's unbelievable stories of people who've gone to the other side, you know, and they all pretty much almost all of them say very, very, very similar things. So either everyone's crazy and having mass hallucinations and making it up, or there is some truth to it, which obviously I believe there's truth to it. So you go to the other side and whoever you believed in as your God or Jesus, Moses, Muhammad, whoever was close to you is the closest to your understanding of divinity, greets you, and then you have a past life review or a life review, sorry, where you go through everything that happened to you in this life from the perspective of not only you, but the other person who was affected, whether it was positive good deeds that you did or you gave a smile and you feel how that smile ripple effect helped that person and you feel the joy that caused that person and all those other people felt joy after that or whether you step on a cat's tail. I heard a story about a woman who stepped on a cat's tail when she was only a child and she relived the feeling of the cat. It was like, wow, that's a lot of freaking mistakes that you could potentially have to be going through, every little unconscious thing we've done. But every single thing we do, since everything is vibrational frequency and we are all connected to the whole creator of all life, we're a fractal, we're 
little uh, microcosms of the macrocosm and that whole butterfly effect if a butterfly wing flaps on the other side of the world, every single thing we do, every thought we think, every action we do, do uh, affects the whole. And so we, you know, have, since we know what happens when you go to the other side, it's like, how did that relate to love? You basically sit down with your team of guides, angels, sometimes family members, often your family members in this lifetime greet you. You have a soul group. Some of them have passed over beings that agreed to incarnate with you at at a certain time. Some of them even played an evil witch or a villain in your life to help you grow and evolve. But ultimately, when you're coming from the perspective of the end game, we do know that everything that happens is for a reason and that you are a bit of, um, you know, you have this avatar, your little human, human suit, you know, whatever you want to call it, holding your spirit and you're living this life like you're separate. You know, you come to earth, you feel separate. It looks like we're all separate. There's all this matter. Everything feels solid. When they've proven quantum physics-wise, everything's 99, 99.9% empty space. Um, but it feels and seems really real. So this interactive video game is very intricately designed by the creator of all life, who is probably, you know, obviously better than any video game designer. And we've got some pretty darn good virtual reality games out there designed by humans. Imagine the creator of all life designing this intricate, fascinating, you know, with a lot of pitfalls and distractions and ups and downs and crazy experiences. But the end game is how does that relate to unconditional love, to master unconditional love for yourself and others, in some cases to master forgiveness, which is really unconditional love. Uh, and even to understand that forgiveness is not even relevant because we are all one. So who are we forgiving? We're forgiving ourselves. And if someone triggers something in you uh, and you get so outraged and angry and offended, you know, this is the ego, which is basically that protective personality, not not your higher self, but that part that's scanning for threats and feel into survival. You know, when that's triggered, that is basically information that something that you feel deep inside is really not in alignment with the truth. When you're upset or you feel bad, it's your body mind, spirit, your soul telling you whatever you're thinking or doing is not in alignment, and then we have the opportunity to get in alignment. Now, when the amnesia is really bad, and you see a lot of people on earth, uh, unfortunately, in this state, you literally uh, are identifying with yourself as a victim, and you're in pretty much the survival mode of the matrix, which is scarcity, lack, fear, separation, and it really does feel like, uh, you know, you have no say in, you, in the way life is. It's just not fair. And the characteristics of that are often anger, you know, resentment, just giving up, hopelessness, helplessness, despair, sadness, um, resignation. And the belief is like, you know, uh, life is happening to you, but you haven't, you, you can't have any impact. You're just like, you don't have a choice and you can't do, it's a belief that you can't do what you want because of out, uh, opposing or outside forces. And you spend all your energy strategizing for protection and safety and it's super exhausting. It takes up all your time, right? And this is not ideally what, you know, the irony is that we're divine beings, but yet we have, fallen under the spell of hypnosis of a world that is spreading immediate fear through the media 
and then, you know, lies and people are just hypnotized and believing it. And there many people do spend their entire life on earth stuck in this victim mode, not aware of their true divine nature. And they're where they are. And it's, one could say, well, that's a tragedy because guess what? There's a whole different reality happening. There's a whole different dimension called 5D, miracles every moment, your true divine nature, bliss, oneness, love. Are we going to spend our human lives and this gift of the time that we have on earth in pain and fear and scarcity and stress? Or are we going to spend it in bliss and oneness and joy and creativity and in our role of divine creator? So often we get out of this victim um, mindset. Like mine started in my 20s. After my sister passed, I had this boring, like, grown-up job. I was working like a workaholic. And when she passed, this was my wake-up call, which was like an example of uh, the perfection, even though it's like that was a tragedy. My sister died at age 20. It shouldn't have happened, in quotes. This ended up being such a massive catalyst and a wake-up call for me to get a life, so to speak, because I was not really living my life. I was living a life on automatic pilot in fear, stress, and scarcity, working like a dog, 80 hours, 70, 80-hour weeks. And my husband the same. He's working, you know, just working ourselves to death with high stress. And I was in my 20s, and, like, my health was really bad. My shoulders were scrunched up to my neck. I had so much stress and fear. And many people live their whole lives like that. So something happened that made me shift out of that mode. Thank God, in a way, I'm very sad my sister passed, but I do now in retrospect, and many people have noticed, that they can pinpoint one of the most challenging moments of their life as the biggest blessing in their life, whether it was a divorce or losing a job, so you're kind of rerouted to do something that you're more meant to do, or, uh, you know, being betrayed by some, like, by a friend that you spent all your time with, and all of a sudden, you thought you'd like, what's the point of life? This is my only friend. And then you have a whole new group of friends that you meet that you never wouldn't, would have met. And they helped, it all helped you grow and evolve. So the victim is one level. And um, I was really grateful that I started to start to explore that there is an alternative to just, you know, you work, you eat, and then you die. <laughs> you work yourself to death or whatever and you just have frustrating experiences and occasionally a few little nice things thrown in there but mostly it's stress and awful (laughs) um the second level is self-help level which i read every self-help book uh that i could get my hands on i really went through a phase of that and this is where many people are also they get stuck in this which is kind of like you're you're you are a problem that needs to be fixed or life is a problem or other people are a problem or it's kind of like um this phase that you understand that life is happening to you but you try and make the best of it and you strive to be happier on top of like things being wrong and uh, we're not like in the resignation victim stage anymore. We're in the like we we can, like we can be better. We can do better. We can, it's the more better different kind of phase, and we're operating um, reactively out of a subconscious perception of inadequacy, and we see things in ourselves as broken. We're broken. We're not good enough. Things aren't. You know, this is happening to me because I'm not good enough. If I were better or more enlightened, and I can fix that by more meditation, by more yoga, by being a better person. Or, and then trying to diagnose all these problems and you spend all your time fixing them and treating them. This is not the advanced 
stage of consciousness either. It's another kind of lower level. I mean, it's very also very common that, that we've been brainwashed too by the media, like being shown all these products, beauty products, and if you only had this car, then you'd be truly happy. And if you only had this, you know, no wrinkles and a perfect figure and all the stuff, like there's this feeling of fixing, changing, always working on it. And um, it's a little bit better than the traditional protective personality of scanning for threats and being afraid, that ego of just like only focusing on what's wrong in the world and everyone and ourselves. This one is a little bit more freedom because you think there's a way you can change things, but from a, but it's from a perspective of needing to fix and there's something inherently wrong, which doesn't feel really good. Um, it's uh, like, hmm. yeah, like life is happening to you and you have a little control over it, but not that you're in your true divine nature. So the stage three is the one that is when you really are living that highest version of your divine life you're remembering that who you are is divine and that you are uh, connected to not only connected to but a part of the one creator of all life living breathing through you as you and you fully see that every single thing in life especially the challenges are happening for you not to you randomly but and also designed and on some level by you and you you kind of can live in your creative genius you begin to see that there's no such thing as a bad circumstance or broken thing you know that we're not broken or other people are broken and we start to begin to really experience ourselves uh as who we truly are embodying our divinity in our bodies you know there's different kinds of divinity some people are enlightened they meditate all day you know and like the like the monks on the mountaintop and they're just out of their body but we're wanting to bring our true divine higher self into fully into this body into our mental body physical body emotional body and they have these Kirlian, you know photography uh methods that capture someone's aura and it also captures your energy so you've probably been with someone who's talking and they seem really inspired and you can kind of feel a big energy but they can not only can you or or someone who might be lying and you feel a weird shift in their energy you know but they have a way of a capture through science people's actual energy fields where they're going what colors they are how they flow how they open or close or are they strong solid and vibrant or are they um, spotty or splotchy or, or having holes in the aura of, of darkness and uh, weakness. So I think it's so cool that science can measure that everything is energy. And when we are eating vibrant foods, like uh, living foods, fruits and vegetables, good quality water, the aura is stronger. The vibrational field can be visibly seen stronger. When you eat junk food, it's less powerful but it's not just what you eat it's also your thoughts and your beliefs because I know a lot of like vegans who are very righteous and they're also very hard on themselves and critical and hard on everybody else so it's not just that it's also the 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 excitement like if you have someone who is really feeling on purpose and in their power and they feel that sun in the middle of them they remember they're divine they're shining brightly their heart is open you can literally see their aura going through almost through the roof 
it's just so powerful, and this can all be captured. So I love how science is now able to really see these um, waves because, as we know, every single thing is energy. And everything is a vibrational frequency, and we're all connected. We are all one. And when we are aware that energy versus the mental thoughts like the story, well, the reason why my life sucks is because I didn't get to go to college or I got married young or there's no opportunities, there's no good men, they're like, um, there's no money. Like the, these, this is the mental construct, the, the fear-based thoughts and so forth, and the story of why but you're forgetting the truth of who you really are, which is infinite and eternal and can create anything you want. Every challenge happens to us to serve us, and there is a purpose ultimately for everything. And the purpose is to awaken ourselves to our true greatness, our true divine nature. And life is always unfolding in our favor to serve our expansion versus uh, things happen, you know, terrible things are happening, it's not fair, wah, 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 or everything is a project, I have to fix it, and everything's not okay. It's just like there are no problems. This perspective of the true divine nature sees and accepts everything exactly as it is, as unfolding as it is. And how do we know something was supposed to happen? Because it did. We're fully trusting the divine that much. The more painful um, the situation is, the more difficult it is, that is often the thing that like makes you grow the most. Like I was talking about my sister passing. And everything happens uh, fully for no other reason than to help you grow, including some of the greatest pains of your life are probably hating, uh, hiding the greatest gifts you're ever to receive. So it shifts you from needing to suffer because then you don't perceive like yourself as the victim of mean people and, or a terrible system or everything's against you. You see, oh, my gosh, I have these opportunities to grow and evolve and move through it. This pain will help me, um, you know, to to be kind of that untriggerable person who's fully empowered and connected and is not reacting to everything, but I'm able to take a deep breath and respond from the heart. It's very powerful. So when you're in that place of remembering your divine, you stop seeing losses as losses, like, and you, and you understand that with every loss comes a benefit that's equal or greater to um, whatever loss you received. And you see the other side of pain. And we start interpreting the happenings of life as perfect. And it takes us out of that needing to fix every single thing. If we're guided to take, you know, a divine, divinely guided to take an action that comes from the heart of an, of an expression that's related to our soul purpose, we feel really good. We feel expanded. When we're trying to um, solve everything and we feel pushed and pressured, it's a really different energy. It doesn't feel expanded. It actually feels contracted. And we want to get more into our feeling, and that's the frequency. Like I said, everything is vibration. We want our vibration to be high. And how does our vibration go high? We release the density. Um, the you know, Heart Math Institute, you've probably heard of that. They've done studies on DNA. Our physical health is able to be affected by our emotions. And so we are, um, when we're upset or angry, the DNA actually constricts and shortens and like even our immune system, if you're uh, if you are angry, really enraged or angry, your immune system goes down for seven um, hours. So, yeah, frequency is everything, and that's why they, I love this whole new um, technology coming out that is healing. You know, I believe 
that the future of healing is through frequency. Nikola Tesla said that as well. Um, energy healing and frequency healing is the future of medicine. There are all kinds of devices. I have one. It's called the Healy, and that through you know they have had scientists go through and measure what is the frequency of like all our body systems, the circulatory, digestive, hormonal. Um, what other systems are there? Like. Um, Every cell, every atom, every tissue, every organ, every system has frequencies when it is at its highest optimal level. And we can send frequencies to help balance things that are out of balance. I have another machine. It's called the Solex that is, does more of the physical things. It shows you every single vein, every single bone, every single organ. And it shows, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10 what, how imbalanced it is. And it can send supportive frequencies to balance things. So in some ways, we're at such an exciting point in history where we're actually getting to not have to just be shooting fish in a barrel like you go to a specialist and it's like, oh, my, you know, my this hurts. It's like, oh, well, it could be this or it could be that. Just try these terrible medications and keep you on for life and hopefully they help. No, there are ways where you can actually scan someone now. They're not using them, unfortunately, in traditional medicine, but some alternative medicine people are. But it's time to get out of the dark ages and really start using the science for the healing and optimal health. I think part of the reason why it hasn't taken off fully in traditional medicine is because no one's making money off of it. It's not expensive. You know, you're not keeping someone, you're not doing these surgeries and keeping people on, uh, you know, drugs for the rest of their life. Anyway, that sounds a little dark. But anyway, back to being divine. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so there are... uh, five major truths and we've already talked about the first one that everything is energy everything that makes up the entire universe is vibration and the highest frequencies are pure light right so if you think of like in the beginning was the word which is the vibration which is a vibration it's a sound what um sound wave right and then it says god said let there be light and then there was light So it's sound, light, it's the void of creation, it's sound and light, that was the first creation. And then, like, if you imagine, like, the Big Bang, and all, you know, coming from this oneness, everything separating angels or pure light, and then planets and galaxies, and ultimately people and animals and all life on Earth and plants and and not only on Earth, but all these different infinite galaxies with all the creations. And we all came from the same place. And um, everything has... Everything in our world exists in unique frequencies. Everything is visible, invisible, both visible and invisible, are all um, frequencies that are vibrating at a, you know, a particular sound wave or, or light wave. They're vibrating at a particular frequency, and we are connected. And we view ourselves as isolated or separate, but actually we are all connected. And like I talked about earlier, you know, everything affects everything else. So the second truth is that your life is a reflection of your energy. So we do have the ability to affect our life by, by taking our, shifting our perspective of things and taking control over our own energy field. And there's a lot of energies and everyone has free will choice on earth and we want to really keep our own aura clear and do our chakra clearing and keep our, ourselves, if we have something that's coming up, like darkness or pain from the past or trauma, which seems to be happening frequently, we clear it out responsibly. We ask that Mother Nature take it and transmute it to love. 
we willingly let go to make room for more light. Um, and we, we recognize, number three, that we are the creator of our lives. We have a say. Life is not randomly happening to us. We can have an effect on the outer world and um, what is happening around us. You know, sometimes my friend just texted me late last night. She said, she, she, I, uh, someone did a hit. I parked in a place that I thought to myself I shouldn't park there, and I got a hit and run. Do you think it's my fault? Why did that happen? You know, you know, I don't want to say, honey, it's all your fault. You caused it. You manifested it. But really, either we're creators or we're not. We, she had an inkling, probably don't park there, and she overrode it and parked there. And when we're off, in other words, we're not connected to our creator of our soul. We're not feeling connected. We've, we're, we're going ahead and acting against that good feeling. When we don't feel good, we take actions anyway. There are outer effects that happen in the world, both good and bad. I mean, if we take actions when something isn't feeling good, that can affect things. But we want to take actions that are in alignment so that we have alignment showing up outside ourselves. And then number four, the creation and uh, the reason we're alive, our creation, our life is to expand and express. And we are here, like I read Conversations with God with one of my first metaphysical books, we're here, God wants us uh, to just decide and declare the highest vision that we have for ourselves and become that. And spirit is, we are the leading edge of created creation, and spirit is expanding and expressing through each of us, our apparent individual likes, dislikes, what our gifts are, what we're here to share and experience and enjoy. And that's part of this big game of life. And um, the purpose of life, number five, is to discover our creatorship and really embody our true divine nature fully. So it takes something to do all of that. It takes attention because as soon as we stop paying attention, we go back into that amnesia. We go back to our default, which is we're all separate. Life is scary. Oh, my God, what's going to happen? And not feeling safe in the world. It takes a lot of discipline and vigilance with your thoughts and awareness and meditation and staying in that clear space to be able to live that true divine nature way. So that's what we're here to do. And uh, I have a group coaching class. If anyone is interested and would like to jump in, some of the things I talked about today are what we're going to be diving very deeply into over the next 12 weeks. It is every Monday, uh, 7:30. Excuse me, 7 to 8:30 Pacific time. It's on Zoom, and I have a special of $97 for 12 weeks. So if you feel inspired by this conversation and want to join, join me. You can text me at 323-251-1955. That's 323-251-1955. Our first session is this evening. There are replays up within 24 hours. You don't have to be there physically uh, every time. You can miss them and just watch the replay. But it's a very, very powerful group immersive experience where we talk about divinity, we embody our divinity, and we help support each other to be the highest version of our divinity embodied. So listen to International Angels Network where we explore everything metaphysical, spiritual, mystical, and much more. And we also take your calls for angel messages live on the air. And we are going to open up the phone lines and take these calls very shortly. Um, So if you are wanting a free mini reading from me and you're not already in the queue and you're just listening, I would love to invite you to go ahead and press 1 on your phone pad or keep, uh, sorry, your Skype keypad or your phone 
notepad and be in the queue for a mini reading from me. So let's see, if you're not able to join us live, you can catch the archived podcasts on Blog Talk Radio, Spotify, Player FM, CastBox, Radio Public, Podcaster, Podbean, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, MyTuner Radio, iHeartRadio. You can also listen on Amazon, Alexa, Apple TV, Roku TV, and other smart TV devices. And you can also find us on YouTube Live. Please go to YouTube and type in International Angels Network. You can search for us. Make sure that you subscribe and just click the bell icon to get notifications. And for every 100th subscriber, you'll be entered into a drawing for free gifts. Give us a call at 563-999-3542 and make sure you press 1 on your <clears throat> phone keypad or Skype keypad to be in this, the queue for a reading. I'd love to thank everyone for tuning in. I am Shishi O'Donnell. I do love empowering people through my one-on-one -on -one divine life coaching or, and also my group coaching. If you are going through a transition, whether work, relationships, or any other area, I invite you to contact me for a complimentary 30-minute coaching discovery call where I can offer solutions and support to help you live a life that you love that is in alignment with your soul, 323-251-1955 to set that up. And I also love helping people connect with their angels and their guides and to get peace of mind through my angel readings. For info on my readings, events, and coaching, you can visit my website, liveadivinelife.com, or you can follow or friend me on social media. I am Shishi O'Donnell, that's S-H-E hyphen, capital S-H-E, O'Donnell, on Facebook, or Angel Shishi, S-H-E, um, S-H-E, on Instagram. And if you appreciate my work and would like to support through a love donation, you can do so at internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash shishi. So we're now at the midway point of our show, and we're going to be taking calls. So let me just see who is waiting in the wings. So I have Mary from Florida. Are you there, Mary? Okay, don't hear anyone. How about Stacy? Are you there, Stacy? Yes. Yes. Thank you for taking my call. You were talking Hi, about transition. Hey, you were talking about transition in March and that's what happened. Um my ah. job of three years my job of three years ended March twenty fourth. And um, ah. uh, yeah, it was pretty upsetting so you know, a they shocking closed. thing like a tower moment yeah and then somebody from there um found us another job which i started the 27th and um hmm. you know it's new and i guess scary for all of us because we don't know what's going to be do you see this lasting a little while or you know, the other one lasted me three years. That's why I'm nervous. And, you know. Um, well, how do you like the new job? Well, um, I had a good day Thursday, but Friday and today weren't that good of a day. It was kind of slow. <laughs> so. 
You heard me talk about the three stages, right? You've got the victimhood, and then you have self-help, and then you have embodying your divinity. It mm-hmm. feels like you're not aware that you have more choices. It's sort of like you feel like, oh, no, I lost my job. Oh, yay, there's a job to replace it. But is, it gonna, is the rug going to be pulled out from under me again? It sounds like that's what your yeah. question is, right? Yeah, that's my – I'm scared of – you know, it took me a yeah. while to find the job of three years. That's what yeah. I'm saying. And I don't like to but, be without but you're employment. Looking at, looking at it like I'm lucky I have a job, any job, versus who am I, why am I here, what's the purpose of my life kind of a thing. Because it's almost like you don't believe you have a say to be able to have a job that's really in alignment with your, your soul's purpose. That's what it sounds like to me. Is, am, I, am I correct in saying that? In other words, yeah, you're making I mean, a fear a fear based choice. Like I'm, I'm scared of not being employed. I don't really care exactly what job it is, but I, I just want to make sure I'm going to have it. That's what it, the energy I'm getting from you. And this is the old paradigm. This new Earth that we're in. Like I talked about, the dawning of the age of Aquarius, kind of a thing, right? This is a new <laughs> era where we don't work just to make money anymore. We work to fulfill our purpose, and we get paid handsomely for our gifts. So I'm going to ask you and throw the ball back in your court. Are you open to a miraculous change of plan and to have employment that might be more meaningful and more in alignment with you? Or are you like, let me keep this job or not? (laughs) Yeah. You are open to it? Yeah. But you don't want to lose this job before you have it. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Yes. I don't want (laughs) employment gap. Right. So what, if you could have any job that you wanted, what would you really want to do? Oh, like a human resource type of job. Okay. The card I pulled is strategy with a little feather pen. So it's really, it's saying it's time to make a plan, especially if you don't want to be at the effect of another company pulling the rug out from under your feet and be have an employment, employment gap, as you put it. It's time to start putting out your feelers into other companies and other opportunities that might be more suited for you instead of waiting for the job to end. And then, because I don't know how long the current job that you're having is, but I don't think your life is just about, that's what I was talking about. Like the purpose of life is not just to work and then you die, right? And you have food on the table and goodie. No, your purpose is to expand, express your gifts. Love your life, right? Not just go through the motions and work, 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 right? Just for the sake of working. So I'm asking you to expand your way of looking at things if you're open to it. And like um, you say, your dream job is human resources, but you're kind of still within a very limited paradigm of kind of traditional jobs and thinking practically, right? That's what it seems like to me. I'm trying to help you get in touch more with your inner child of what you love to do, what you really love to do. I've never heard of a child go, I want to do human resources and tell people these are the rules. That's not what Yeah, well, I went job. to school for that, but I don't have experience with that. So that's what I'm so saying. I don't have human resources. Yeah, business. That's my degree. But I don't have experience with human resource jobs. That's why it's going to be harder mm. for me to find that. Yeah. Okay. Well, so right now I'm in a um, phone room, sales and commission. 
Yeah, this is not your life, honey. This is not what you're here to do. Just And you're not here to just do a human resources job either, even though that's something you could do if you want. So you don't have experience in it. You do want to do it. The next card I pulled is community. So it's about reaching out to your community, your friends, going places, showing up places. Who knows how I can get into human resources? This is what my degree is in. This is what I want to do. Does anyone know of a company that's looking? I'm really looking to make a change. Because you don't want to just wait. You don't want to just have any old job, you know. And like you said, it's slow, and you, you're making – your income is based on commission, right? That doesn't feel very good. Yeah. That doesn't feel very secure. Exactly. It's so, salary yeah. and commission. And right now, for all of us, it's our first week or second week, and none of us are really seeing high numbers like we, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like they That's made it you sound like – yeah, they made it sound like this job would be better leads, and it's so far not. And, you know, it's not so far not what we thought, but okay. it's, it's just yeah. new. So, I got it. Um, the other card I pulled is First Chakra. So this is all about feeling secure and safe in the world, financially stable, feeling stable. This is very important for you to feel stable, but you want to have your stability not oriented to your outer world. In other words, not based on whether you have this job or another job, but you feel it inside yourself, this warrior level. For example, I haven't had a real job since 2000. That's the last grown-up job I had. It's 2023. Really? I've been an everyday earth angel, trusting spirit every single day, showing up for my divine assignments, whether it's readings or coaching or doing events. Whatever it is, you know, getting put on special assignments, I've been fully supported. I'm not telling you to quit your job and, like, do that, but but I'm telling you that there's another paradigm that exists that you're not aware of. It's like you really probably – see, it sounds to me like you don't believe it at all, that it's possible, which I want to tell you. There is a whole other way to live your life other than, I hope I don't lose this sucky job. Sorry, I'm paraphrasing, but that sort of sounds like where you're at. So you've got to work on your chakra clearing, your connection to God, your feeling safe in yourself and connected no matter what outside circumstances. Because guess what? The world is very unstable, and it's going to continue to get more and more unstable and unpredictable. Financial systems are going to collapse. Healthcare, everything is collapsing. Everything that wasn't working is going to be rebuilt. So we have to be warriors. We have to be connected to our higher self and our creator and be able to go with the flow and be flexible and trust. And that's where you want to put your energy versus worrying about whether you're going to lose this particular job or not. So that's your reading. I hope that helps. And I really thank you for calling in, Stacey. Uh, thank you. Okay. Now, Mary, I guess, is back on, in the queue. Mary, are you there? Hello, Mary. Okay. I don't, I think she, maybe your phone is on mute, Mary, but I can't hear you. And then I also see, it looks like Co from Virginia. It, Hello. Is that Mary? Hi. No, it's Khalil. <laughs> oh, this hey, is Khalil. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Hi, Khalil. Good. How are you? How can I help you today? Doing okay. Good. Um, I was wondering. Do you want a reading um, in a certain area? Yeah. Okay, what do you have questions um, or you have an area of focus? I have a question. Okay, what's your question? I um am interested in first responders, like mainly like fire and police. 
That's and what you um, want to do for a job? No, I mean, um, I wanted to meet like um, they they have a task force in Charlottesville, and um, they okay. have um, officers from local, state, and federal. I wanted to meet like two of the federal people, and um, the the officer that works local, because I know a lot of local officers. He's gonna text them and he's gonna call them. Do you think I'm gonna meet them? Well, I'm confused. What do you want to meet them for? I just wanted to talk about their jobs, let them know how I appreciate what they do, and I wanted to talk about some of the stop. Is this what you I want, want to is this also... what you want to do for a living? No, I just um, I did, but you know, I don't. I um. If I do it, it's going to be in an office. But basically, like, I've uh, been arrested, so I don't know if I could do that. But um, hmm. it's what do you do now? Something... Let's talk about – I want to help you let go of the fixation of the first responders and talking to them and get to the heart of the matter of what it is that you are here to do and getting clear on your own purpose. That's what I feel because the card I pulled is alternative possibilities, adjacent possibilities, and it shows – a room with like doors on the ceiling and windows on the floor. And like what that's telling me is that you're looking in the wrong place. Like there are things for you. You have a belief that you can't maybe do that because you were arrested at one time. And even though you really admire what they do and love who they are and what they do, you would love to do that. It feels like you wouldn't be given a chance in that particular career, but there's something about it that you're really drawn to it. Right. What do you think it is that you makes you really drawn to it? Well, like getting justice for people, like saving lives, finding like stopping like yeah, people so from you, suicide. Yeah, this is like that's very cool. So you've got this um, Archangel Michael type energy because that's Archangel Michael is the angel of um, police officers, and he's into protection. He's the bouncer angel. So a part of you has this angelic desire to. Have to help with justice, help with doing the right thing, saving people, helping people. What do you think that is? That's your higher self, right? It's guiding you. Yeah. But you're telling yourself yeah. that it's not possible for you to do this because you were arrested at one time. There are alternative programs. There are alternative ways to get involved with something like that, like for even grants for people who have already been arrested. And I don't know if you're a felon or what that's called, but rehabilitation grants and programs that help you get into something else that is in alignment with what you want to do. And I think it's interesting that you want to, it's almost like you want an informational interview with these guys and be like, you're amazing. Thank you for what you do. And I, you, I really, but you're not admiring yourself. You have that same kind of courage and honor. And even though you've had a quote unquote checkered past, you know, you had challenging experiences in your upbringing, right? You're still coming through. You're on an angel show. Obviously you have a heart of gold, right? You're very soft. Yeah person that has a lot of love and wants to make a difference in the world. So the card I got is yin yang, the second card. So we have adjacent possibilities in yin yang, which is the masculine feminine balance. That's the perfect balance between being and so the becoming energy is pushing, driven, making it happen, calling places, trying to get stuff to happen. That's the masculine energy. The yin energy is attracting, being in the, you know, magnetizing, so it's saying you need to have more of a balance between that masculine and feminine. It's not going to be pushing it, forcing it, wanting it. It's more like magnetizing it, being open to it, calling it forth. 
Um, and then if you take action, it's going to be divinely guided action from a gentle space, not a pushing energy. But I think you want to look back at who are you, why are you here. It seems like you know your mission has to do with helping, saving, healing, helping people with justice. And there are jobs that even though you have this, you know, been arrested yourself, there's got to be something. So you want to talk to other people and find out what other options are there. And I feel with your willingness, kind of like just the Holy Spirit needs just a little bit of willingness, a miracle can happen in your life and you can be on a track that feels really good like you're living your purpose. So I hope that helps, Khalil, and I thank you for your call. All right, thank you. Okay, have a great evening. You too. So we have, thank you. All right, Donna from California. Are you there, Donna? I'm here. Hi, Cece. How are you? Hi, good. Yes, I've talked to you before, huh? How are you? Yeah. <laughs> well, for the last two months, every night I hear like this stomping on my ceiling. And I went upstairs. Whoa. It was a big, I thought it was a big guy or something. This tiny little girl lives there, so it's not from her. And then I went to my friend's house Whoa. and posted it for her, and I heard it again. I'm hearing it every night. Is that a spirit, maybe an ancestor trying to warn me of something? I don't know. No, I think she has a boyfriend that has big boots. <laughs> so, um, that's No, it's not a spirit or an ancestor. I don't feel at all, but um, that must be irritating, I guess. No, it's not. You have a lot of spirits around you who are always trying to communicate with you, and, but it's not the poltergeist way or that loud way. No, that's not how, how they would be communicating with you. The card I pulled for you is the sun, which means this is a new chapter in your life. And it's, uh-huh. you know, basically the birthing of a new, like it's spring, obviously, but you have a lot to bring to the table and a lot of good new things coming and brewing. Do you feel like you're I on an upswing? I do. I do. Yeah. I was at the beach the other day and it was kind of a windy day and the water was kind of gray and there's big boulders on the beach. So you can't really walk because, you know, all the, the rain and all. And I felt this immense, like ascension, the whole world opened up to me. And it felt wow. so wonderful. I was so joyful. And wow, I mean, it was unbelievable. And I'd never felt that before, what I felt then. But I think well, that is it. definitely, that's definitely ascension energies. What you're talking about is total ascension energies, which is expansion, just light coming in. It's like this aha moment. It's like bliss. It's oneness. Yeah. It's the knowingness that despite all the stuff hitting the fan on, in the past and the challenges, everything's going to be okay. You're glimpsing the new earth. That's the new energy. We're not, mm-hmm. not business as usual. It's not business as usual. It's changed. The world is changing and it is, has changed. And the second card I pulled for you is a man holding a coin, which is a great card. It can mean someone is going to, a wealthy man could invest in you or help you with your business or a financial planner uh, but or a business mentor, or it could be a romantic connection of a guy who has money. Um, I don't know if anything is on the horizon for you with that, but man holding a coin is a great card to get. <laughs> Are you a- asking for help with money or business? Well, money, I would like help with money. I owe a little on my cards, and I'd like to go traveling. There's so many places I still want to go while I'm young. Well, I'm not young. I'm 68, but... You know, once you get into your 80s, forget it. Nobody wants to travel, so i got to do it now. Definitely, girl. Travel. Like 68 is young. You have your whole life yeah. ahead of you, seriously. And guess what? There's a lot of new um, technologies coming out that with stem cells and all kinds of things that can help extend our lives and our, our um, 
health and make you, you know, younger, longer. And I definitely feel a heck yes for traveling for you. The card I pulled is victory, which means success, achievement, dreams coming true. It's going to turn out. You're going to win this race. Just keep your attitude that way that it was at the beach. More of yeah. that. You in that vibrational frequency of just like, oh, yes. Not focusing on the little things that are kind of bugging you or wrong. Just focusing on your blessings every single day. If you're not doing gratitude lists, do them. Have, you know, okay. like powwows where you don't allow people to complain about health problems and this and that, and you don't do that either. You just focus on the mm-hmm. good. What are we creating? What are we grateful for? Who knows a rich man that wants a travel companion and wants to have a great time with me? Let's find him. Like that kind of a thing. Believing that's possible. I do believe that's possible for you, Donna. So I'm going to see that happening through synchronicity. I mean, go to some things that are older, you know, singles, dating, you know, companion type things. I would be open to that. That's what I feel for you. Oh, wonderful. Oh, good. Stay open. Well, I hope that Thank helps, you. love. Great to yeah, try, connect with you again. Thank you. Giving nice you a big hug. Okay. okay. Thank Catch you later. You. Big blessings. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So we have Mindy. Um, uh, bye. Mindy from Washington. Are you there, Mindy? Yes, I'm here. How are you? Thank you for taking my call. I'm great. How are you, Mindy? What's going on in Washington? How's the weather there? Beautiful? It's frantic. Uh, it's a little bit windy today. Uh, it's windy. Oh. Yeah, it's windy out here today, but yeah, it's are okay. It's, it's all right, I guess. I am are in, in uh, Pasco at Washington. No, I'm in my house. <laughs> oh, no, but I'm saying like, I, I'm, I didn't know if I have like a, a city in the city or in nature or in like the country kind of a thing. Because I know Washington oh, no, has I'm a lot in of wilderness. I'm in, yeah, no, I'm in oh, the city. Oh, <laughs> Well, it's interesting. Yeah. I pulled two, there's a 44-card 44 deck, and I just pulled two, and there it's the thinking man and the thinking woman. It's two two of similar cards, you know, from this deck that's about mental. And so are you kind of more of an analytical person, a thinking person? Do you find yourself overthinking, yes. thinking a lot? Yeah, so it's, it's letting yeah. you know. And do you have a husband or a partner who's a thinking man? No. Or someone in your life. Okay, so maybe that's saying that the, your partner, your <laughs> your perfect th- thinking partner is coming soon. Yeah, it's showing um, two thinking people. So what does that mean? Let's tune into that for a second. So the thinking, everyone's greatest strengths taken to extremes are our greatest weaknesses. So sometimes that brilliant mind like of yours that can, basically you're intelligent, right? And you read, you understand things, you know things, you like to, you're analytical, um, are you someone who has a lot of contingency plans in case things go wrong? You're planned, you're prepared. Is that your personality? No, I'm not prepared. I'm trying to sort things out. There's so many things right now and people, um, you know, with my kids' safety and stuff. And so I'm, I'm really concerned about that and what they're, you know, the position that they're in right now where they're at, um, where they're promoting, you know, and the, the place where they're at, the, the, um, the lady who's trying to be me, she's like promoting my daughter having sex and, and not, um, there's no rules. And so she even told Mm. my friend that, um, and, and, uh, my daughter is, you know, she, (laughs) there's been, it's been horrible. I, I thought that she was being molested by her dad and all sorts of other stuff, but, this is being promoted now, and, and it's, it's like, and, and they've gotten away with this because of the attorney who's, in, who's the sister-in-law, 
and she's persuaded everybody through the courts to be against me. So that's why this is going on. And I'm, I really am. Oh, okay. I, I'm like almost so at a loss. Lot of and I'm almost there's like a lot really, of worry. Yes. You're like, you're feeling like, yeah, hostilities. I got the card. Hostilities. So people are, are against you. Like, uh, there's a card with like, kind of like a Conan the Barbarian with the sword. So you've got, this negative energy is attacking you. You feel backed into a corner and you feel like a victim. You feel misunderstood. You feel judged, crucified, condemned without trial. Like this is like the feeling and it's all in the mental body. So the answer for this, like Marianne Williamson says, in my defenselessness, my safety lies. That's counterintuitive because we think we're being attacked. We need to fight back, right? This is where uh, I read another little meme the other day about um, someone was insulting like it was this Asian meme, like someone insulted this Asian man and the grandson said, grandfather, you were just insulted. Why did you not fight back for your honor? And the grandfather said, if someone gives you a gift and you do not accept it, who owns the gift? And, and the grandson said, the person who's giving it. In other words, you do not have to take what they're giving you. This insults, these, this attack. You're worried about your kids. I understand that. And you feel helpless and hopeless and like powerless. But you do not have to take on any of that crazy energy and stay in your mental thinking body. So I don't know who this other man is that's a thinking. Maybe it's a lawyer on your side or their side or something. But we want to bring it from the head to the heart. Your kids are going to be okay. Even if whatever has happened, they're powerful warrior souls. They came to earth and chose you as, and their dad as their parents. They chose these incredibly challenging situations. I know it's hard and it seems like, you know, all well and good to just be like, well, everything's happening for a reason. It's all perfect. And you're like, it's a disaster. It's horrible. It shouldn't be happening. I understand what you're saying. But when you relax into the truth and put your hand on your heart and know that all is truly well, that God, you are not your kid's source anymore. God is their source. They are going to get through whatever challenges they are. And if you're personally being attacked, that this, this is a tricky situation, Mindy. I'm not trying to make light of it. But you do not need to worry about what is being said. This is not reality. It's not so we don't want to empower it by giving it a bunch of energy. Because what you focus on, it grows. And what you, you know, kind of like what you resist persists. So the more you're pushing back, the bigger that monster gets that's attacking you. Does that, do you know what I'm saying? Or does this sound like crazy talk? makes total sense. I mean, she's, she's contacting the place where I live, emailing them. Um, yeah. so trying, she's doing yeah. everything she can in her power to, you know, make me fail. Right. But we're not going to pay attention to any of those things. We're letting it go. We're forgiving. We're trusting that whatever is meant to happen. And we're asking the angels to intervene and, and let this be for the highest good of all, for your daughter's highest good, your ex's highest good, everyone involved. And we know that um, Mindy is going to be taken care of and shown the way and provided with the angelic support that she needs to live, to catapult herself out of this nightmare timeline into a heaven on earth timeline where all is truly well and only love is real. We're so grateful in advance for your help, angels. I'm giving you a hug through the across the ethers, Mindy, wherever you are in Washington. And many blessings to everyone who's been listening and joining us today. I wish you all a wonderful couple of weeks until our next session. Thank you.